When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Willibon. It's World Password Day, Tony. You ever have trouble remembering your passwords? Tony Kornheiser. No, nor yours. You paid for this jacket. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'll get a, I'll get a refund from Chauncey on that. Remember the game show Password? Didn't you love that with Alan Ludden back when I think he was married and to Betty White? Wasn't that a Betty great White, game show was, Password? Yes, he was married to Betty White. Passwords, every time I have to sign in, I always check the box, forgot password. I must have 2,000 passwords now. Too many. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Ben Simmons has back surgery. Tom Brady suggests the tough rule play was a fumble. And Max Scherzer joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the NBA suspending Dylan Brooks of the Grizzlies one game for what it called, quote, unnecessary and excessive contact, unquote, with Gary Payton II on Tuesday night. Reports say Payton is expected to miss a month with a broken elbow. The NBA said in a statement that Brooks's action resulted in a serious injury. So is it fair that the league is only making him sit one game while Payton is out a month? I don't know about fair. It doesn't seem just to me. I mean, they should suspend him, I think, for at least five games. And again, I'm going to agree with a lot of people on various networks who have said, Dylan Brooks has no reputation as a dirty player. And I'm, I'm with that. But the play, you're punishing the play. So Gary Payton II is going to be out all that time, which means he ain't going to be around to try and guard Ja Morant, which seriously affects sort of, it could, the balance of that series. And then, Tony, if we're talking out a month, he would not be around if that another team advanced to guard Chris Paul if it came to that. And so you're really, you know, you're affecting what Golden State, what the Warriors can do in their pursuit of a championship when they've got otherwise a championship-worthy team. And no, this is like, I believe this in any sport. If you do this, you've got to go one game. That's like some, I mean, that's like symbolic. No, put some teeth into it. Five games minimum. Okay, so the essence of this question for me is do you agree with what they do in hockey? In hockey, they take into consideration how long the guy is out. Yes. Now, they do that in hockey because it's a rougher sport and because people are out for longer periods of time because of the violent nature of many of the hits. Normally, Mike, I don't like that in basketball. Normally, I don't. Basketball is not hockey. But in this case, because it's the playoffs and because, unlike in the regular season, in the playoffs, you face elimination. So one guy being missing could cause you to be eliminated from the playoffs. Gary Payton II was up in the air. He had no way of knowing what was going on. He couldn't protect himself. And this was, in my mind, a dirty play. So in this case, however long Gary Payton II is out, we know it's at least this series. At least this series. So I think Dylan Brooks has to sit for at least this series. That's my thinking. Tony, we, we agree. I mean, we, we, we agree on this. And 
it, 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 it's too impactful an injury to just go one game. Here's the other thing, Tony, that I am swayed by. I've talked to a, a lot of former players, and I've heard even a greater number of former players, from role guys to Hall of Famers, say the same thing. This was a dirty play. This has to be punished. And when you hear that, I am swayed by people who played the game weighing in definitively. And that's, that's so I, I am with them entirely. Kentucky Derby Week, which I know makes you happy, and the focus is still on trainer Bob Baffert, even though he's been banned from this year's race. Churchill Downs suspended Baffert for two years after his horse that appeared to win last year's Derby, Medina Spirit, tested positive for excessive levels of an anti-inflammatory. Two horses that Baffert had been training for this Saturday's race will instead be overseen by his friend Tim Yachtine. If one of those horses wins, Tony, will Baffert still get and deserve the credit? So Baffert is out of Churchill Downs. He can't walk in there. He can't train there. He's got no barn there anymore. He is persona non grata because of what he did to the Kentucky Derby. But nowhere in the rules, Mike, does it say he cannot have a conversation with his fellow Yak Teen, who is now training his horses. Yak Teen could, if he wanted to, call him up and say, Bob, what do I do? How, how do I work with Messier today, one of the horses? What do I feed Taba today, one of the horses? They could have that conversation. Now, Yak Teen says they have had no correspondence whatsoever. And you can believe that if you want to, but these are Baffert's horses. The exercise rider and the groom are working with these horses. Yeah. I believe that there's a shadow over these horses, Baffert's shadow, that you can see and that's palpable and you can feel. If one of these horses wins the Kentucky Derby, Mike, two things will be said. One, that Baffert helped, and two, drug test the horse. And if they don't win, Mike, they'll look at this poor guy, Yakteen, and they'll say he screwed it up. You know, he did, it didn't work for him. That's what I think will, will be said. Yeah, I mean, Tony, you look at this, and there have been managers and coaches over time who have been either in exile, tossed, ill. And so what happens? What do we think years later about the team that they weren't hands-on with in the immediate moment? What do we think about them? Usually we don't. Usually we forget. I mean, do people know, you know, that Luke Walton was coaching for most of those games during that Warriors record streak when Steve Kerr came back? And who gets the credit for that? I mean, probably Steve Kerr because he's still there. But when you look at managers, Tone, they're tossed. And they're in the clubhouse. And you and I have been in the clubhouse when managers are talking somehow, usually on the phone back in the day, to the interim, to the third base coach, to whoever That's took right. over the That's team, right. the bullpen coach, who was making the decision in the moment, except it was Earl Weaver in the back with some cold cuts. So, I, right. you know, I, I, don't, I don't know that it matters ultimately. I, I just don't. I'm going to tell you what this reminds me of. It reminds me of the great movie Chariots of Fire. The guy on the English Olympic team who's going to run 100 is Harold Abrahams. He's got a professional coach. In those days, professional coaches were not allowed, according to the movie, not allowed anywhere near the track and field. So he's in a hotel across the street. And when he hears that Harold Abrahams has won 100, he's so happy, this professional coach, he takes his hand and shoves his fist right through his straw hat. On Saturday night, if Baffert's horses win, I believe Baffert will shove his fist through a straw hat. 
That'll make me happy. Let's go to hockey. Last night, Tampa Bay avenged its 5-0 loss in Game 1 to Toronto by beating the Maple Leafs 5-3. That prompted a sigh of relief from Barry Barry Melrose and from us, too, because we were stupid about that first game. And Edmonton finally won a playoff game after seven straight losses. The Oilers beat the Kings 6-0 to even that series at 1. Wilbon, which was the bigger win from last night? Tony, you just said seven straight losses. Edmonton. And by the way, that, that, that Kane was, was, of course, not Patrick Kane, um, who scored. Uh, Tony, it's Edmonton, seven straight losses. I mean, we were t- just talking the other day about, we asked Barry Mellows, what does this team franchise have to do, you know, to get off this sort of streak? Now, by the way, I wasn't relieved because I'm rooting for Toronto. I am not rooting, as oh. I told you, for some SEC hockey team, Tampa <laughs> Bay. I'm not rooting for them. I'm rooting for the Maple Leafs. But and I'm rooting for them. Edmonton. Huh? But okay. I know I picked right. them. So I'm, I'm okay with being wrong pick. over the pick. I'm rooting for Toronto. So I am tempted to agree with you about Edmonton because it was seven straight. And because they've got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, and nobody yes. in the league's got a pair of scorers like that. So if they get hot, they could be hellacious. Their goalie, Mike Smith, had lost 10 straight playoff games. He got off the schneid. 10 straight is just off. He's old. So He's maybe he stands on his head. But he's 40, so if he stands on his head, he's going to get hurt. And that's why I'm going to say Tampa Bay is the bigger win, because the expectations, Mike, of Tampa Bay are so much higher than the expectations of Edmonton. Everybody thinks they could. They've won twice in a row, and everybody figures maybe they'll get back there a third time. They also did a thing that, to me, is spectacular. This was They are now 15-0 in the last three playoff years. 15-0 after a loss. That's unbelievable. That means you yeah. cannot bury them. I mean, so I'm going to say that, that that win is the greater win. And I will remind you that the team I picked to win the whole thing, Pittsburgh, is still in it. I also sat here and said, I think I'd like to pick the Islanders. And somebody said, they didn't even make the They're playoffs, you idiot. And I just By said, the way, oh. the pressure yeah. is greater in Edmonton. They're, not, they're just waiting for spring football in Florida. They don't give a damn about hockey. They don't know. Edmonton, man, that's where the pressure is. And that team, after losing seven in a row, came up huge last night. Huge. Let's take a break. Coming up, why does Max Scherzer talk about pressure, like pressure so much? We're going to ask him. And we'll also ask him whether he deserved to get tossed from a game he wasn't even playing in. Tony, they don't, come on, Florida, Tampa, you know, they're just looking for a spring football game. They're not paying attention. They want to know where Tim Tebow is. They don't sweatshirt. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The New York Nets are 18-9. and nine. They start a four-game series in Philly tonight, which is where we find Nets ace, three-time Cy Young Award winner, the man who broke my heart when he left Washington, the original warrior god, Max Scherzer. We're going to start with this, Max. You have said that the pressure of pitching in New York is a privilege. It's not a problem. What do you, what do you like about pressure? You respond so well to it. Well, first off, thanks for having me on the show. Um... Yeah, we have a heck of an opportunity uh, here in New York. And anytime you have a, a chance to be able to go out and win a World Series as a team, uh, you know, you're going to have pressure uh, to be able to go out there and perform every single night. And you got to do that every single day, uh, put in the work to be able to go out there. And so uh, you got to flip it on, on, that, on that type of pressure on top of, on top of its head and uh, just go out there and, and enjoy it, embrace it, and realize that we have a great opportunity to, to do this as a living, uh, to play baseball at this type of level. There was this great clip that we've all seen, and I'm sure you're aware of it, Max, where uh, Francisco Lindor said that no one can talk to you when you're pitching. And what, what it made me wonder is, do you want to be sort of unapproachable on that day, or was Frankie just having some fun? Uh, he's right and he's wrong. Uh, he's right. Yeah, I'm not really going to talk to a lot of people. Um, but but um, if there's anything that's pertinent to the game, anything that you know, anything that's we're talking baseball. Yeah, I'm I'm talking baseball. That's fine. If anything we're talking about matchups or hitters or anything that's going on uh, that's critical to me pitching. Yeah, I, I you know I, I'm not, I'm a human. I do talk. But if it, anything else, I try to zero out. I don't want to talk anything else. I'm I'm locked in and and don't want anything to distract me. When you were locked in Tuesday, when you got ejected for arguing balls and strikes in a game you weren't even pitching, which, I mean, Tony and I just seem sort of stunned because that doesn't seem to be you. Was that an unfair ejection? Oh, no. It was a, I deserve to be ejected for what I said. Um, I, I just thought uh, Dom Smith had a really bad call. You know, as pitchers, you know, I really yell at our hitters a lot. Like, you know, the strike zone kind of is a cloud. It's not really, you know, this hard and fast thing. You know, if you hit your spot, sometimes you get a call, sometimes you don't. You don't, you know, it's a 50, 50 call, you know, so I, I, I usually don't side with the hitters. And when I watched the replay of that Dom Smith call, I saw the catcher reaching across the plate and it was outside the zone and everything. And I just, you know, when I, in that situation, I never feel like I never get that call. And so to have that go against one of our guys, uh, I let the umpire know I didn't particularly care for his call. It's good that you admit you should have been ejected for what you said. We like that. Here. Your teammate, oh, yeah. your teammate Chris Bassett, expressed displeasure with the state of the actual ball. You're holding that baseball. How do you feel about the baseballs that you are pitching with this year? Well, in terms of ball, you also have it in terms of grip, and so I think everybody across the league is trying to get on the same page of what this is going to look like and what it looks like going forward. Uh, we play baseball in a lot of different climates and environments. Uh, and then a lot of things can affect uh, affect that. And so as we continue to make changes in, into how 
how we're dealing with the baseball. Uh, we see discrepancies going on. And when you know, we as the New York Mets are playing in a bunch of cold weather, we feel like balls are slipping out of the guy's hands and drilling us. And we've had a lot of balls up at the head level. And so, yeah, as pitchers, uh, we're frustrated of seeing that. And, we, you know, that's the conversation that we, like, we want to have. I will get you out of here on this. I'm trying to read it, of course. You've been pitching in the majors for 15 years now, and you're going to go to the Hall of Fame. You came up under different philosophies of pitching. When you see young kids now and how they are treated, and Wilbon and I would say babied a little bit, how do you feel about the way pitchers are treated now? Well, I think everybody's trying to find the perfect formula of how do you keep uh, pitchers healthy and how do you guy and how do you maximize performance? You know, how do you get guys throwing as hard as they can in today's game and and be able to have a, a durable starter? I think everybody's trying to figure that out of what the perfect formula is. Uh, for me personally, how I feel like I've been developed, uh, I was developed by, hey, you're going to go out there and you're going to pitch. You're going to throw 100 pitches, 120 pitches. And I was doing that very young in my in my career. And so, uh, you know, for me, that that's the part of the, uh, of the game where I see uh, on young pitchers that we have. We we're so pitch count conscious that we might be hurting guys uh, because we're, we're trying to you know prevent injuries so much that we might should be causing injuries and so you know that that's where I don't think we have the formula figured out as a whole in terms of the game uh and I just reflect upon how I was developed you know I can only speak for myself and and what I've been able to do and I think the reason I've been able to be durable is because of how much I've been stepped on early in my career thank you so much Max and next time you're on I'm going to make sure you wear a Nats hat just for old times thank Max, you Max appreciate it appreciate, well, I appreciate it. it thanks for having me on guys Let's take one last break. Still to come, Tom Brady floats that the tuck rule play might actually have been a fumble. Really, like 20 years later. Seriously? I mean, stop. Just stop. Where does Ben Simmons' back surgery lead him? Where does it lead the Brooklyn Nets? Wilbon, what do you think of this? I still root for Max. He's on the Mets, who I used to root for as a kid, but I still root for Max every time he goes out. He's your favorite pitcher. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Happy time, people. Happy 25th birthday, Logan Gilbert. The Mariners' right-hander is currently unhittable. He earned April Pitcher of the Month in the American League by going 3-0 in four starts, pitching 22 and a third innings and posting the best ERA in baseball, 0.40. His war, 1.3, was third best in baseball. Gilbert has allowed just two runs all season, one on opening day, April 9th, 
and one on May 1st. So in between, Gilbert faced 106 batters without allowing a run. Gilbert is six foot six, which in Seattle may cause comparisons to the Space Needle. In 2018, Gilbert was the 14th overall player selected in the MLB draft out of Stetson University. He was a hatter. He will start tomorrow night, Wilbon, against Tampa Bay. His delivery is so deliberate, dare I say slow, that it seems to me, Tone, the ball just explodes. You're still waiting for the ball to come out of his hand, and it's past you. You look at some of those late swings in that video, and it's like, wow, they can't judge this guy yet. Happy anniversary, Larry Bird. On this day 41 years ago, Bird followed up his own miss from the top of the key and scooped the ball in before falling out of bounds in a finals game win over the Houston Rockets. You will notice Bird scooped it in with his left hand, which was the only limb of his body not behind the basket. Red Auerbach, no less, called it the greatest play he'd ever seen, and Red saw Russell and Kuzi and Havlicek. The Celtics went on to win this series and the NBA championship, Bird's first of three, and it helped establish Bird, Robert Parrish, and Kevin McHale as probably the greatest front court of all time. I remember seeing that play in live time on television and just screaming out. Because first of all, if you look at Bird, he knows exactly where the ball is going to be when it misses. Bird is following his shot because he knows it's off. And he gets there and puts that. Look, I don't know about the greatest, but if I go 10 greatest shots of all time, that is in there, along with Magic's junior skyhook on the same court. But that's that's in the 10. It is. Happy trails, Ben Simmons. Simmons, who didn't play a single minute this season for the 76ers, where he started the season, or for Brooklyn, where he ended the season, had back surgery today for a herniated disc and is expected to be out for three to four months. Anybody who has had back surgery knows the old adage, there's no such thing as one back surgery. Simmons sat out the season because of a bad back and also what he described as mental health issues. We were told Simmons would play in the playoffs, but after working out, he said he couldn't go. Nobody really knows when he will play again. Wilbon, does this change the perception of Simmons in your eyes? I, no, I, no, because I wasn't doubting when Simmons said he had back issues that he had back issues. I mean, a lot of other people did, but no, I didn't. So Ben Simmons still is going to have to rehabilitate first his back, then his career. I mean, you know, he still missed a season after what we saw against Atlanta last season. Doesn't change it, but I never doubted he was injured. One omission, the Sixers are now listing Joel Embiid as out for tomorrow night's game three. Oh. Well, and they're sunk without oh. Embiid, right? I mean, that series is right? over. No... It's done. It's right. done. There's... They have no chance without no, Embiid none. because they've had no, no Embiid for two games and you've seen what happened. You've seen it. Yep. Let's go to the big finish. Let's Draymond Green was fined 25 large for giving the double bird to Memphis fans the other night. Is that fair? Yeah, he knew he was going to get that. He even said, I make $25 million, I'll be all right. Which was a funny line at the time. He meant it, but he knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Tom Brady posted a video to TikTok suggesting that the tuck rule might have been a fumble. Really, we dealing with that still? So it's 20 years ago, and now I guess tongue-in-cheek he's saying this really. And it's 20 years. Come on. I mean, TikTok. I don't know. I don't know TikTok. RG3 told Rich Eisen he's had some calls from NFL teams after recently running a 4-4-8-40 at a charity event. Do you think he could play again? I mean, this is not track. Running and playing are two different things. RG3, by the way, is great on television. I know it's only been a few months, 
I think he's terrific to listen to. The Blue Jays snapped the Yankees' winning streak at 11 in the dramatic 2-1 win. Is that significant? Did I have that? I believe I had that yesterday, just like I had the Suns. I believe I had that. Last one, Penguins and Rangers, game two tonight. Who you got? I got the Rangers to even that series, Tone. That should be a nice, long, dramatic, emotional series. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Bethesda Flores, thank you. Shout out. Amen to that. I hate the Penguins. I'm rooting for the Rangers. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. 